0: Welcome to Crow 777 Radio, Episode 7. Today's guest is certainly going to be controversial for a lot of folks out there. Uh, It's Dave J, Dave Johnson uh, of YouTube fame. And uh, we cover a lot of interesting ground here, and I was a bit stunned when I caught up with Dave. Um, There have been many times when Dave and I have been at odds. Uh, Dave and I do not share religious views, which has never really been a problem for us. Um, And some of our ideas differ, but at the base of what Dave was doing on his YouTube channel, uh, I knew from the outset that there were some critical points he was making. So I guess I'm hoping that folks will be able to listen to this episode without prejudging and listen to the content that's being offered up. And I will also say uh, the title of this show should tell you something. Dave had quite a fiery reputation uh, and he even talks uh, a little bit in this episode about how when he got away from YouTube, he looked back and realized he was mirroring out the anger that was being projected in at him. Uh, And he seems to be a man who's found peace. Uh, It's stunning to talk to him now, but I don't think we need to add anything more to it. Let's jump on into Episode 7 with Dave J, the man who saw through the veil, he raged, and then he found peace. All right, welcome to Crow 777 Radio Podcast. This is likely going to be Episode 7. It is possible it will be Episode 8. It kind of depends on which is more topical. Um, I have a file recorded now, so I'll look at both, but I believe this is going to be Episode 7. I have with me today the controversial Dave J. A lot of people contact me and say that Dave is difficult to talk to, uh, he's difficult to understand, and I would point out that... uh, when people say things if you listen to what they're saying there might be something there that will benefit you and how you react to what is being said usually sets the tone of a conversation um with that being said welcome dave Uh, thank you so uh you left youtube roughly i guess we just mentioned in january you've been off and i from what i gather you kind of went off grid huh
1: Right, yes. I, I moved overseas mostly. I, I'm back to do a few things here in the U.S. and then back overseas for me.
0: Um, is there any reasonality behind that you want to address here? Uh, it, it really has
1: nothing to do with the, the YouTube. YouTube was something I was doing because I had really, you know, time on my hands and I had something to say. But, you know, once you get done talking, it, it's, it's best to, to remain silent. And, uh, and, and let, you, let your words speak for themselves.
0: Cool, cool. Well, um, what I'm hoping we can do here is I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with your channel, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will have seen clips on your channel that they don't really understand. So my hope here is that we can kind of talk in a way that people who are semi-initiated or maybe not that initiated at all into some of the topics we broach here – will get a clue and make a decision for themselves that it's something they'd like to know more about, or, you know, there's going to be people who will probably dismiss it out of hand. Okay. So um, let's start out with one of the things that you did uh, near the end of your departure from public life on YouTube, which had to do with tonality, sound, uh, music. I've done some covering of music and the weaponization of music in the 30s by supposed Nazis and Lord knows who else, but it's pretty clear that music was switched out from the Fibonacci-based 432 hertz to 440 orchestral A. Um, You've done a lot of work on trying to point out to folks uh, tonality and actually there's a whole slew of things. So just go ahead. I'll let you cover some of that. And again, if you can, try to address it in a way that the average mind can get something from it.
1: Okay, well, I mean, everything is tone and, you know, speech whether you watched, uh, whether it be a TV show or a movie or just speaking with somebody, you're listening. And then that is, that is tone colors or tones. And even if you see it, you know, through the visual spectrum, uh, those can be broken down into numbers or scales. And so then if, if I say something, let's say red, blue, green, you're going to invariably think of something that is red, blue, or green, uh, it's going to be in the back of your mind, regardless of what topic I'm bringing up. So then everything has a connection that way. Yeah. So then um, what I went through was the idea of a destruction tone, and that more deals with the the, the numbers that most people are familiar with, nine eleven, and that is the, the the passing of the idea of the I O uh, into the uh, into the eleven, and then repeating back. Okay. So then with that being said a destruction tone not only can destroy a a, a physical let's say a a physical building with with tone but it can also destroy um, infrastructure within your within your mind something that you thought was true or or, um, it can confuse so then if i put out uh, the idea of of a 9-11 tone through through speech whether it be through music TV or movies, uh, it will destroy something that you knew was true, and it will then replace it with something that is just at the. Um, by the time it's all said and done, something that is absurd and uh, an idea that that is absurd, and and that idea is, uh, for the simplest case, let's take the idea of, of ISIS, that which is a complete hoax. There is no group out there. You know, going to kill you, and there's no group called ISIS running around taking over the Middle East. It's 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 more of a a um, destruction tone that then replaces the true meaning of what ISIS is, which goes back to to um, let's just say old. I don't really like the word ancient, but I, the the word old and and the idea of deities, and of course deities are the ideas of the mind. It, you, you, you're you given a name and then that name is then given specific powers and functions according to what you believe that name implies okay let's say uh, the devil or Satan or um, Ramses or Isis those if you are then if you've read through uh, the the old references you'll you'll then have an idea of what that Uh, character, for lack of a better term, is supposed to have um,
0: within its power or its realm or its influence, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so, I mean, when you're talking about deity in this way, and I want to get back to 9-11 here for a second, um, Mm. but when you talk to deity in that, about deity in that way, and we go back to these ancient constructs, or apparently ancient constructs, I should say, like Isis, Osiris, do you have any sense of whether these are constructs from the word go? Uh, were they originally, you know, if if there was a thousand years ago and some civilization using Osiris and Isis, um do you get the sense that it's just ideas even from the get go?
1: Okay, well the you know, God created all through the word. And if you go back to some of, you know, you know, let's say let there be light, that that, that is that is his idea brought into life through tone alright so then everything is created through the word and word is tone so then if if and, and so you have this idea of tone you know watch your tone change your tone you know I don't like your tone that type of thing so then tone is everything if I approach you with, with a tone of voice then it can be um, even uh, if uh, if I'm trying to mislead you if I come at you knowing that you're going to accept a certain tone, you're going to accept that certain tone. So as far as these deities go, I, um, it's more of a understanding how tonality works and then giving a name to, to a specific uh, set of tones, which will have you in turn act a certain way so then those certain tones are then said to to be uh the realm of Isis or 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 the realm of some other you know deity but it's it's there is only one god so <laughs> that that's that's enough to be said about that and also if you understand that the word the word was brought into being through Jesus Christ so then that word that that word was was brought into being through Jesus
0: Christ, and then that is is how men are saved. So if we get into the whole idea and the way you just described tone, um, what it's basically boiling down to, so if we were to talk to someone who this is the first time they're ever even considering what's being said here, right. um, is that your mind is gonna be manipulated in a way that is going to create your personal reality. But when you manipulate enough minds, say a million or a hundred million or 500 million, you're really beginning to manipulate the perceived reality of the majority of us well absolutely well if you if you look at TV and most people believe that what they
1: see on TV is in fact reality so then all of that TV is actual a a visual and an audio spectrum so I'm showing you a picture and then I'm telling you something and if you look at most of these these the so-called news stories you know the, the 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 picture being shown does not match the words being told to you however they get conflated together and people believe they saw something which in fact they didn't because um they didn't expect to be lied to
0: right know? and in essence what they're doing is they're they're looking at something that's being made up wholesale and then assigning the value of reality to it And uh, I had said on a lot of occasions that a good exercise for people to do is if you do risk watching television, which is not a healthy thing to do, um, Mm -hmm. it's often good to get into the habit of saying to yourself, picturing in your mind, where is the camera shooting this scene? Where is the microphone near that actor? And to kind of skew it out of the reality-based thing that it is trying to fool you into being. But I want to jump back here for a second to 9-11. At one Mm -hmm. point, I went at at 9-11 from a very basic, the most basic kind of accepted numerology you could get. Using, You get to 9, it should go to 10, 1 plus 0 is 1, so typically 9 would be a completion number, and 10 would roll it back to 1. And in fact, in 9-11, we're skipping 10, as you pointed out, jumping to 11, and I had... Made the analogy that it's a bit like being in a broken system that is stuck in an endless loop. Uh, do you think there's any value in trying to describe it that way?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, sure. As, as long as as those people that look at nine eleven understand that nine eleven is is an echo that's echoed through time. So if you take the idea of destruction through what's called history, and, and history is 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 not as long as as people would have you believe there and you know if you go back through and you look at the the hoax of dinosaurs which never existed and you can get rid of all that so-called um prehistory you look at 9-11 you look at the idea of um what was told to you as as the first temple and and I, everything revolves around um religion whether people believe it or not so you have this first idea and a second idea of two temples being destroyed both um, uh, coming back to the idea of 9-11 then you have a third temple being destroyed 9-11 which would have been the twin towers and then that becoming the two into one so if I take 9-11 9-10-11 that 11 is your two that two then becomes one Do you see how it replaces the one that was missing? Right. Okay, so then you understand that. So then you have now three 9-11 events, and and the 9-11 event is is more of a a, a spellcraft, and it's to have you believe that there was uh, a war or a battle or um, some person in history went ahead and destroyed this building when, in fact, all these things were destroyed by design. And at a specific time, and um, I guess the best way to say that is it's, it's all been preordained. Uh, it, everything that everything that will be has been. All right, it's
0: it's so, it's all been
1: done before.
0: Let me jump on that for a second because I've been talking recently about the idea of you know it's like you're saying it's like it's clockwork you know 15 years before 9-11 or actually let's make it 30 years before 9-11 happened they were building those buildings knowing damn well they were building buildings that were going to come down and what i started to think about is what if some external force you or me or a group of you and me's Uh, somehow intervened on that day in 9-11 and prevented that event from occurring at the time it was slotted to occur, on the calendar date it was slotted to occur. Um, Can you maybe talk a bit about how you think that might affect the system, if it's even possible, to consider affecting the system in that way?
1: I I think uh, as we move farther along here, um, it's, it's becoming... More or more apparent, or more evident that that's that's getting closer to the truth, because um, as events are actually happening now, they're they're being uh, deconstructed and being busted, uh, and being called out as 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 hoaxes, right. and that the it, it's not allowing the uh, momentum to get behind the event as much as it would have breaking Let's the say, spell to some degree. Right, right. Years ago, so then it, you can see. I guess that the, the amount of events has increased, which I guess is, is more kind of like just throwing as much as you can into the system, hoping that, that you know, that something f- will finally stick and move, move the population forward. Because the idea is that, that the 9-11 idea is to destroy the temple, and the temple is the mind you know it's your your what you your brain your your mind is between your your temples right your two temples so then if i can control your temple then your worship the what you dwell on is is now what i want it to be and 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 not what it should be and and what it, when i mean what it should be uh where i live now overseas it's it's the idea of everyday living For that day, which means that you go out, you fish in the morning for that day's lunch or that day's dinner, and it's there. There is no time uh, to spend on irrelevancies that just just do not matter. None of this matters over there. None of it's even
0: actually spoken about or heard about. And and in fact, it doesn't exist. I mean, if we if we consider that any individual listening to this, if they want to talk about the second right now, it's already too late. Right. Which Which means the only thing that truly exists, if you examine it logically, um, is right now. But by the time you even try to address right now, right now is already gone. Which means yesterday is doesn't exist. Tomorrow doesn't exist. So I think that's kind of what you're alluding to, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if, if what you're doing is is living for the moment you're living for that day and then and that day is 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 seeable you you can say okay it's gonna be the afternoon here in a few hours and and this evening i can look forward to but you know when
0: you wake up there's no telling what's going to happen and and to some degree uh that shifts a whole if you if if we just want to refer right now to the mind as the temple i'm good right. with that um, because right. people should know that words have meaning and in fact both sides of your heads are called temples for a reason right. um, and whatever religious tradition anyone listening to this may follow i think you should think about that a bit but when you start to consider like meditation as an example is a way to do exactly what dave's describing in the place he lives now where you're trying to recenter your mind your temple your being on now, which is the only thing that exists. Everything else is an idea. Um, and as Dave has pointed out pretty well, even for the average listener right now, so much of this is based on just ideas. That's what we're talking about. Imagination that people are being fooled into accepting is real now. But, um, you know, it had occurred to me so many people are still trying to. I guess I won't call it a waste of time because I guess it has to be done, Um, but at some point you need to learn to move on, you know, dissecting this or that false flag event, if that's the correct thing to call them, and 9-11 on particular, there are still people all these years later trying to... Who did this? Who was involved in this? You know, how did it happen? And so, well, I don't want to dwell too long on this because I think at some point you need to step your butt back and take a macro view and just understand it was a lie. And then that helps you understand that pretty much all of it is lies. Um, on 9-11, uh, so many people got hung up on how did the planes come into the buildings. And there were all this footage where they showed, look, the plane wings behind the building as it goes into the building, and this plane disappears temporarily, and it doesn't look right going in. And it had occurred to me at one point that it is quite possible that no image of a plane was seen. If someone would have known to look up in New York on that day, they would have seen no planes, because it is possible the only planes that were ever seen were put through a television they were yeah, pre-recorded. Um, can you address that idea? Yeah,
1: there's there's there were no planes. There were no planes, it was just a controlled demolition of a building, of two buildings I should say, well three I should say, right. with building seven included. Just controlled
0: demolition, there were no planes. And, just... and so I think this is an important idea for people who are just kinda of trying to find that first step um, away from the deception, is that it's almost like a numbers game Where suppose a hundred people had looked up that day and said, wait a minute, I saw the explosions, but there was no plane. That's only a hundred people. The rest of the country and the world, 400 million people, um, saw the planes on TV. So those planes were real to them. And I think it's such a critical point to show how easy it is for media to insert a false idea into the minds of a huge number of people and fool those people into accepting a false thing as a true thing
1: right
0: absolutely so, so anyhow um, at what point you know so many people have kind of started to catch on around 2009 and you know being on YouTube and being involved with computers since the 90s I would estimate that in my view probably what looks like people becoming more aware occurred in 2009 for the most part as just a random guess. Um, sure. At what point did you start to catch on to all this? I mean, for my Oops. part as a kid, I never accepted so many things, but I wasn't free by any means of the deception until I was much, much older. Uh, how did it go for you? Well, I guess the, the, the very first thing, the first event
1: that I didn't buy at all was the, the, the moon landing. It was—it's a hoax from beginning to end, being that the moon's a light. However, I—I uh, re- I recall walking through my living room and my—my my dad was laying there watching, you know, the—the the same movie everyone's seen, you know, with the, what's his name bouncing around. I said, you know, that's—that's not—that's on a set somewhere, and I just kept on walking by, and to—that caused me more grief through my life than uh-huh. than anything else. People would just be mad at me when I told him that it, it was a hoax at the time though, I didn't put together that it was just a, a light, you know? I, so yeah, I, I, I was still, uh, fell prey to, to part of the, the illusion and the delusion, I should say that, uh, of space at the time. I just knew that nobody went up there. Just, that was just an impossible. And so I guess that's how that started, but it's such a huge, um, Cauldron they throw you in when you're when you're in school, that it that's just one uh, deception of of many, you know. But that was one of the biggest ones that I, I can recall giving me all kinds of trouble through my life, and it also caused me to repeat the second grade twice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was sitting there, and they're like, uh, you know, you're going to have to repeat the second grade. I'm sitting there like, what?
0: Because you wouldn't recite the correct
1: things? Right, yeah. So I learned quite early that the way to get through school, you know, like a fish, would be they give you A, B, C, D, and you just repeat back A, B, C, D, and you get through it. It doesn't mean you have to believe it, you know,
0: which it is... It it's, it's an important point to make because learning, what we call learning in the West, and I can't speak for many other parts of the world. I have been in, in Asia, um, Mexico, Canada, but uh, it's regurgitation. You're basically being asked to memorize to get your A, and I would state for the record categorically that is not human learning. That is not how a human being learns, and the act of memorization and regurgitation is not learning on any level. It's simply memorization and regurgitation, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, in fact, where I'm I'm at now, living in the South Pacific, we'll just say, to keep it easy, close, very close to the equator. All the the, the locals that I, I I deal with, they all refer to the the moon and the sun as lights. That they there is no space idea they're just lights in the sky that's it
0: in in the culture you're hanging with is there any tracking i mean does does the day revolve around these two lights i mean what what part does it play in society other than you know it's time to get out of bed uh none there's there there is no uh let's say uh
1: worshiping of it it's just the well, way it is
0: i guess i wasn't going for worship i mean like if the equinoxes come around does it recognize that kind of thing where there are physical changes to your day that are not really like, you don't know demonstrable?
1: That, that close to the equator it's, it's quite it's, throughout the year there is a rainy season but most of the year it's it's quite the temperatures within a a, a small band and it, it, it's slightly hotter during the warmer months and and not really all that much cooler. cooler <laughs> Almost much. like every day is an equinox
0: at the equator.
1: Right, it's, it's, it's always pretty stable yeah. and so the growing seasons for, you know, fruits and all that is basically all year round.
0: Okay. Especially so, for guavas and things like that. Well, I mean, we're going to have to touch on food and nutrition because um, so many people are fooled by what passes for food here and, of course, that affects your mind um, and your body but um, I want to address language a little bit Um, So many people uh, that I speak with um, end up being fooled by context. In other words, some comedian, let's say, says something, and the words had a meaning that was lost because it was written off as a joke, as comedy, and yet the words that were said had meaning. All words have meaning, as you pointed out with tonality and everything else. Language is a similar thing where the context of how we've been taught to deal with language, spelling, if you will, um, and the use of the grammar and the use of our kind of bastardized English that we were taught in this part of the world. Um, Let's talk a minute about the effects of language and how people can try to better recognize all this information that's just being swept right in front of them, right under the rug because they have not contextually shifted their way of thinking to understand what they are missing. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not even sure where we start with this. Do you have a starting point to kind of go at this? Uh, well, I guess just th- there's the idea
1: of just take a simple word or an idea. Let's say of of temperance. You know, if you ha- uh, which s- some would then say, okay, that deals directly with you know not drinking very much. But it 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 that may be true, but it also deals with the idea of self control, which is when you you're presented every day with with um, you know uh, things that you might want to do temperance is also the idea of of holding yourself back it's self-control or discipline you know so there it's, it's a simple word that has a, a very big um, meaning but then it's been reduced to the idea of just um, <laughs> you know controlling what somebody drinks or something like that but it, it's it Throughout most of your, um, uh, I guess I'll just call them religions and 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 thought processes throughout the world, whether it be Christianity or anything else, temperance is a is a very big idea in self control of 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 your person, and self restraint and also the development, you know. So, so I think that's one one word that can be, uh, uh, not used properly a lot.
0: So let me throw out a word um, Mm. and just rip it apart using the the kind of indoctrinational prefix, suffix, you know, kind of idea Mm -hmm. that we're all hammered with in school. I'll just – we'll do it with two words. How about the first word, conscience? Mm. Can you rip that apart?
1: Well, I guess conscience would be – most people would think that uh, would be – You know, how do I feel about something after I've done something? Would my conscience bother me? And uh, to me, the the conscience is is a much larger idea of always having a record of what you have done and what you have thought, which will never go away. You know, everything you ever say, do, think, and feel is going to always be within you. And so then the, the conscience is what you have to live with you know and that that is something that no one else can see it is something that will almost like a mirror that you know when you close your eyes you'll you'll be looking right directly into that conscience mirror and seeing back what you have and what you've done And, and if you can live with that then you're then you will um i guess be at peace with yourself but if you can't live with that uh you'll have actual physical manifestations to
0: to to show for it whether it be uh, stress or lack of sleep
1: several things like
0: that okay so let me go with that word one other way where we rip it apart in the way that we were taught words work in school where we take the prefix con and we're left with the rest of a word science can you Mm. can you go with that kind of an idea when people look Uh. when people look at a word um, is it beneficial for them to reverse the kind of prefix suffix stuff that was hammered into school where they can begin to tune in a little bit better on a word where you just broke it down in a way that i think most people would recognize it but when we hyphenate it and take the prefix away from it um what can we see then uh you know
1: you can see what you want to see i guess is what i would say because you can also have the idea of convulsions and 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 things like that so conscience and conscience i guess is the idea of uh you know being conned and the word con would be to be told an idea or or to be shown something that they would like you to um repeat back in a way that might not necessarily be the correct way all right to connote the you know um the concepts all right so then so the, the word con itself might not necessarily always mean to be conned you know because to be conned is its own connotation right right so and there's the example right there right right, right. so uh, words words have meanings, but it also it depends on when I use words to speak to you am i am I using words um, to try and fool you or to try and convey um Convey, there you go again. Uh, right. Convey what what the truth is as, you know, some would say as I see it or as I can demonstrate
0: it to you. Which you know? Which brings in the all-important intent. And you right. see so many of these kind of self-proclaimed code breakers, like they do it to me all the time. When I set up my channel or prepared to in 2012, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the encoding of things or gematria. And when I wrote my name out, Crow777, that came back to haunt me because there's a lot of people doing work to show the blackjack that gets coded into everything with the 777-21 idea and the R's. But I think what you just pointed out is a critical thing. Intent does – I mean in a way, intent trumps everything, doesn't it? If you have a person intending – to benefit people, doesn't that kind of trump everything that follows, providing that they are actually helping someone?
1: Well, if you, if as long as you understand what your intent is, because at some point, the root of your uh, the root of your intent is is you know grounded somewhere. And so specifically with me I always point out where the the root of my intent is grounded and that is in Jesus Christ so that they know where my root is they know where where that comes from so then you know if somebody's root is is uh rooted in let's say uh, themselves or self then their root may may not be in 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 solid ground,
0: which is an interesting way to put it because roots by definition would be the under part of a living thing that you can't see beneath the ground. But what you're suggesting is that a person knowing where your root is can understand a thing that's not necessarily seeable or knowable. Absolutely. And
1: the idea that I was, uh, I, I went through on the, the 21 idea or the blackjack idea, the, uh, speaking of words, the blackjack, which is the same idea as what you would get knocked in the head with is called a blackjack. Right. And you get knocked out. And that, then what does that do when you get knocked out? It, it, it will knock out your temple. It will put your temple out of, out of service. Right. Right. Uh, uh, so then the, the idea of blackjack is, is the idea of instead of a, a brute force to the back of the head it's going to be a electrical force to the head and that electrical force is going to be through words and numbers which which is which is the what i told you an idea and an idea is power because if i can control you with an idea and all ideas are control in one way or another then then you know, the rest is history. I, I can I can make sure that if I if I know that you're involved with this idea that I've given you, I can tell you that through the rest of the day, you're not to be worried about because that's going to have you led down a certain path, all right? You're going to do a certain thing for me all day. You're going to be there tonight watching the news for me. You're going to be there after watching the, the specific shows that reinforce the, those blackjack ideas, and then you're going to go to sleep and when you and when you sleep your subconscious your conscious is going to go ahead and and fill in your temple is going to be be shown your own made made movies through through dreams and whatnot and then you will then try to figure out what those dreams were by going back to of course me or you know if you're the the TV you'll, you'll go back to the TV for answers and then of course the news or, or whoever uh, politics, which is nothing more than a, a, a clown show, will then give you the answers that you desire and unfortunately that's that is quite honestly that is death you know that that is that is death because you you're not you're not living for anything other than these false and fake ideas, and these characters. That, that are put before you and that's who you live for but then there's no life there there's nothing there it's it's going to be at the end when you when you're all when all is said and done you will have gained nothing you will have learned nothing and you will in fact be nothing
0: so that's pretty well put and actually um on on the idea of the blackjack uh the 21 uh we're basically talking about a mind weapon aren't we absolutely well the idea if if i go through the idea
1: of you know numbers. Uh, the 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 six is 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 going to be you know your cube. If you take uh, specifically what people call the p- the pyramids in Egypt, which are you know a hoax, of course. But um, if you those are not pyramids because they're 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 flat on top, so they're actually cubes. They're just elongated cubes because they're six-sided. And so then what what then is a cube but a, a cube has eight points to it. So then what is between that six and eight? You know, if, if uh, w- you know, if I flip that over to you and say an 86, I 86ed it, that means to throw it away, right? Right. So then what is then in between that, that is but the seven, all right? So then if I build, if I, if I have to build that cube, if I have to support that 68 or 86 idea with sevens, I have to create four of them you know, to, to touch all four points. So that's your 7, uh, 14, 21, 28. And then, of course, your 28 idea goes into the idea of the, the swastika or the sun symbol. The sun symbol is then the idea of the fallen idea or the idea of the, the fallen sun, which then holds up this tent, this magnificent thing. You probably heard that going back to the Sandy Hoax. The, the, the idea of the tent or, or the 28, the, the idea of this magnificent thing that, is, that is, is held open through an invisible force. And that invisible force is the idea of your four sevens idea. All right? Interesting. Yeah. Wow, man. I'm it just... also goes back to temperance. You know, temperance goes into the idea of, of the 14
0: and, 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 and the idea of… Um, we're, we're getting a buzz on your side, Dave, from something… Okay. It's pretty loud. Go, go ahead. It just stopped. Sorry. Temperance. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try to talk maybe. I, sometimes I, when I
1: start talking I get, get a little bit louder. But temperance is the idea of even if you go in, in through what's called the tarat cards, it'll be your 14th position which will be the, um, the angelic being pouring water into wine or, or diluting something.
0: What what character card is that? Is that like Aquarius or something like that? Oh No, I, I guess if you're
1: dealing with um, like sun symbols, it, it's going to be the uh, – um, um, I'm not too sure on how it – Here, did, I'll, I'll look it but, up real quick. Look it up. But I, I know that it deals with temperance, which uh, deals with the idea of, of water into wine, but not making water into
0: wine, but diluting. Wow, you nailed diluting. it. You well, nailed it, Dave. It is temperance. That card is temperance. Oh, okay. So you nailed it.
1: Yeah, so then um, that's, that's just another uh, idea that, that kind of goes into it. But also the idea of temperance is married with the idea of forgiveness, if you understand what that means. All right. right. Um, that's, so,
0: cra- that's crazy. I didn't even know there was a card named temperance. Um, I looked through that stuff earlier in life, but kind of lost interest in it. Although I know it's tightly bound to the Kabbalah um, or what is called Kabbalah. Right. Um, where, where else? Let's just take a minute on the mind weapon um, because right. I think it's so critical. Um, in your view, on an average news day, if we want to call what comes out of the television news, which it is not, um, do two things. Break down the word news for folks okay. and then correspond the idea of the mind weapon to what is being called news that we're all exposed to every day. Okay, well then if you if you take the the word news,
1: N E W S, you you take the beginning and the end and just make that your poles north and south, and then you have what's left in the middle, your east and west. So you have your four positions of the or your cardinal points. You have your your four OK, so north, south, east, west is then um, those those four directions would then be called news. So then news is a directional device, which just means that if I if you watch what's called news, news isn't reality. News is just a it's just a made up word, right? It's just cardinal directions to where if you watch this, I'm going to lead you in these directions and I will I will put you exactly where I want you to be. Uh, there, there is no reason, there is no need to watch the news at all, period. You know, it, it's, it's not there for, for, the, for one who, who actually wants to
0: think for themselves, that's for sure. No, and, and yeah. cor- correspond the mind weapon um, oh. in, into what's being projected from this kind of leading directional construct, okay well then you have the idea of the,
1: the the four cardinal points with the idea of the temple and the temple going into the idea of what I what I was telling you is is the idea of temperance so if I take if if I take that four the next one would be five the the idea of that that temperance idea the 14 if you know that temperance what sits in the middle of that that Pictogram and pictograms mean a lot would be what what people refer to as a pyramid, which would be the idea of the three all right if you're looking at it on the flat plane just so then the four four into the three idea making the seven or that that mind weapon. So then that becomes it's called the um, you know if you you'll see the symbol a lot you'll see a square with a triangle inside and that's just representing the idea of a captured, Captured idea. It's it's the idea of the seven or the zan. The zan is is um, going to be what what's would be what I refer to as the mind weapon. The, the, the zan... old
0: the old Hebraic sim, symbol, right, right? from Absolutely. from their actual what we'll call an alphabet. I know that's not the right word, so go right, ahead. Right, right.
1: So yeah, so you're going to be dealing with the idea of the zan, which is which is the mind weapon I call it, and then that is is hmm, I guess. For lack of it, it's the unseen force that is within the 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 cube, and for and and when I say cube, I, I'm more speaking of the the temple within between people's ears right now. So within that 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 mind, you have a a power that is turned on, and then it's it's best displayed as as the sun symbol, which would be nothing more than a bunch of sevens, uh, you know, turned sideways, and then. Put together at the ends, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then as, as that idea compounds, you're going to get uh, more and more details. And of course, the devil's in the details. And so then that, that idea then becomes um, quite large at some point to where you get lost in those details to where you're actually living within maybe just an arm or two of a, of a, of a constructed idea you know you're never seeing never seeing the full um, lie as as a lie so therefore you you're never able to, to get out of the the machine for lack of a better term, and it's a self—it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. It's—it's it's, you allow yourself into that door, and then you—you claim something's going to happen, and then you keep looking for that thing to happen. So you're—it's—it's it's a
0: self-made prison, really. It's a, yeah, it's an opt-in, like so much of the system that we see. Um, it's right. all opt-in, but but let's uh, let's take a very common, uh, beloved portion of television to kind of take that mind weapon and the idea of the ancient Hebraic Zion, uh, which letter would that correspond? Does that come out to be like G or something to us who speak English? So So basically in the Hebrew characters the Zion that Dave's been talking about would correspond with the seventh character in the Arabic alphabet that we use called G, the letter G. But if we go back to Star Trek and we look at that early 1960s television show that came to us in color and indoctrinated us all about what space is, introduced a character named Mr. Spock, who at the time actually has Hebraic connections uh, that were hidden from America as so much of being, uh, I won't even say Hebraic, it's actually Jew uh, is the correct word, it's, a, it's not a race of people. Um, mm-hmm. there, there is no gene that makes Jewishness, so I'm not taking a swipe at you know large sections of the world. What I'm pointing out here is in that television show that did all these things that everyone came to love, Mr. Spock was a character that came to be loved, and he had much of America throwing a hand sim- symbol, which we're all familiar with, where you hold your thumb out, and then the other four fingers are paired off into twos. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would say, live long and prosper. Can you go at that, Dave? Oh well, just just, what, the, just the idea of how this thing that we all love and follow, and we think there's this harmless Vulcan hand symbol, but there's actually an encoding behind all of that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Well, all the all like I say, all words have meanings, and and then all um, uh, sounds uh, have meanings too, whether they be uh, learned um, specifically. Or learn through um, uh, cartoons, or or uh, just watching TV, as, as you're you're shown these these ideas, and of course hand signs, and then you're you're given a false idea of live long and prosper, you know, and then but that's actually just a, another a Jewish hand sign.
0: And that, that that hand sign does actually resemble the character Zion, Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Because, right. So he's basically flashing. Zion, the mind weapon.
1: Well, you deal – well, it also goes back to the idea of the G uh, being the third position in the in the um, F- Phoenician. So if, if you deal with – it looks like a sideways seven. Right. So then that, that's, what, that's what brings it back into the idea of the – what you would know as three, which is why it's very important why three and seven go together making your 21. Of course, two two plus one is three, of course. So then everything <clears> – <throat> You, you see how everything just wraps back onto itself
0: right and in so, one of the in one of those iterations the sword is related is it not to what we're talking about
1: well yeah only the the sword because it it can be um shown as as the um the seven yeah as the seven yeah so you know and then so when I, when i say that the 21 or the blackjack idea it it involves the the g which you see in the middle of your masonic um, uh symbol they use the g and it doesn't mean anything other than what what it means which is 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 the 3 which is that, that, that one, two, three, the third position bringing something into reality because, you know, you have one, which is just a point. You have two, which then makes a line, okay? And then the, the three is the next
0: possible point that those can then come back together, right? So it's You're, the first thing you have where it's more than just a line. Actually, something created, a shape, a triangle. Right, right. right. And then you have, then what's, next
1: would be the idea of the delta, or the idea of, of, of a pyramid. The idea, and that of course goes into the fourth position in the Phoenician, but also uh, when you see it physically, it looks like a, a, you know, a, a three-sided shape. So that of course bringing in the 4-3, or the 7 idea as well.
0: Okay, cool. So we're coming to the top of the hour before long. We're going to take five at the top, so I want to save CERN. Um, so when we come back from our break, which is, I don't know, five, ten minutes away ish, uh, I want to address CERN. Sure. But let's just close out here um, with some of the kind of false news that have had such a huge effect on so many people. Um, we saw. For the first time, in my view, uh, maybe 9-11 to some degree was uh, a fail on levels because so many people, maybe not immediately, but over time became keyed in to the fact that it was not an event that had happened in the way they were shown and told. Mm -hmm. Um, In my view, where things really went south for the people who pushed this deception was Sandy Hook. It seemed to me like Sandy Hook um, was a bad day for the people who wanted to deceive. I mean, do you kind of get the sense of that?
1: Okay, yeah. When I uh, first woke up that morning, uh, I I would I looked at the 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 I looked at CNN I think on the the internet, and I said, man, that's that's a hoax. Period. Right. Right. So I did this video and I said, listen, please, nobody died, nobody got hurt. That idea, you heard all that, and I said, just and. I think what happened was they, they might have gotten a bit lazy because they had gotten away with so much before
0: that time. You think that's what it was
1: I think so i mean it it got a bit lazy if you look if you go back and you look, you can see that it they just phoned it in they with the walking around the uh the firehouse and then the uh making the serpentine pattern with the children and that was one of the first things that led me into looking into the idea of of this serpentine pattern and then going into the into the wave which is nothing more than a wave idea and then looking at the idea of of the sound wave and then is this just a physical manifestation of what they're putting out and sure enough it sure is they have these these children uh uh, who are making uh, the idea of a snake or a wave or a serpent you know and then that serpent then goes into the mind and then of course. Pollutes it with it with the idea that people died, and then, and that's one of the biggest, you know, uh, things that I just can't get past. There, you, you can't false witness death. That's one of those things that you're not going to get away with. There's a price to pay. Absolutely, it's it's because you're 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 witnessing against life itself at that point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Good, and, point and, good point. Good yeah, point. So. You
0: know, it's a a funny thing because (laughs) you're saying they were phoning in at that point. I had actually gotten to the point where I thought, you know, Department of Homeland Security was kind of a relatively new thing. And I had almost wondered if the leadership had changed because not too long after Sandy Hoax, we had the Boston bombing and – the first thing i saw of the boston bombing was i was still watching tv at that point and was mm. clicking through and i saw the smoke bomb the flashbang <laughs> and looked over at my wife and said that's fake <clears throat> but um i mean look it's not they didn't just phone that one in i mean look at the boston bombing i mean that was almost worse on many levels than Santa oh yeah White.
1: absolutely I, well i i uh built explosives in the, in the, in the Navy. I was in the Navy for 10 years and, and that's what I did. And high explosives just to, you know, to, for making reefs and all kinds of other stuff. But I know what an explosion looks like and I know right. what it feels like and you know when when you're next to an HE explosive when it, when it goes off it actually takes the breath out of you.
0: Right. I There's was a- just explaining that using a frag grenade which is nowhere yeah. near to what you're talking yeah. about but even a frag grenade is it's mind blowing.
1: Yeah, just it just it's a it's a physical experience right. that you will not forget. That's right. And when I saw that, I said, you know, that is it, what it reminded me <laughs> of was those old uh, flashes when you used to do flash photography where they just explode the powder. <laughs> I was like, man, that's just a, I, I called it a smoke bomb, I believe. That's what and, it was. Yeah. And people started call- and I was annoyed a bit because other people would call it a firecracker. And I'm like, no, it's not a firecracker because a firecracker is actually an explosive. It's a it's a smoke bomb, you know, because a firecracker is not the right word. A firecracker actually, if, if it was that big, would have.
0: Yeah, had a, con- a firecracker actually has a concussion. That thing right, had exactly. nothing. Yeah, it's just a smoke bomb. It, it's right. nothing more
1: than just a flash. You know.
0: And, and then and then the guys going down the street, missing limbs as if a human oh. being could last for more than oh, right, thirty right. seconds with their femoral artery bleeding out.
1: And I I recall I still have and I believe I have it somewhere. I have the. Uh, two videos of the very first footage which has a lot of the stuff that was was scrubbed uh-huh. and I still have it up somewhere and, and if you just watch that that's that's good enough because after a while after the second and third day they scrub
0: the stuff that they really screwed up on
1: and they, <laughs> they only keep the
0: best little bits well I mean there it was I mean that's one of the ones that kinda of reflects what you were saying earlier when uh, I started to address do you think it's possible for aware masses to break the clock, to, to you know, shatter the calendar, is that um, the footage started to emerge, I think the same day, of people rushing into the smoke from the smoke bomb and throwing powder and pouring blood, blood and crap like that, you know? Yeah, what people really have to do, whether they believe it or not, and
1: it were just, anytime one of these things happen, just record all the first initial footage that they're putting out, regardless of what side you're on. And then that alone is going to, is, is what's going to help put this to an end
0: because that's always when they screw it up you know uh, it's there's no doubt i mean it's it's a bit like the uh the 911 thing with the bbc or whatever the british newscast was that said oh we just got a report in Bill- uh, building 7 has fallen and it's like 20 minutes early building well 7 look at look at standing. that very
1: interesting real quick before we're done remember building 1 and 2 making your 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 12 idea reverse 21 and then what's the next building that comes of course your 7 and we already uh, talked about that
0: right That's the
1: 7 is the idea the, the mind weapon that puts it to rest. All
0: right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we're just a couple minutes from the top of the hour. Let me, let me do the break so I can deal with my dog. Um, we'll okay. take five or 10 minutes. I'll call you right back and we'll do the second hour. And maybe, uh, unless you want to start somewhere else, let's, let's jump into CERN a little bit. And the idea, well, it's not an idea, these sky spirals. My wife witnessed the one that happened in Southern California. Um, Greg, who runs Higher Side Chats, had seen part of it and sent me images immediately as it happened because I didn't see it. But of course, we know the Norway and all that. Let's jump into those two ideas, whether or not they relate. So there it is. Uh, here's yeah. the first. Uh, go ahead.
1: Okay. Oh no. I would also, yeah, I'd also like to talk about what what the what CERN is, in fact. Right, that's okay, for I'm, sure. I'm very interesting
0: And not only that, you know, I think there's maybe a tonality, color, crossover And I'm very kind of into right now the idea of portals Which I think may be reflected in these things we we have seen in the sky Whether or not you think there's a relation to CERN or, you know, okay. whatever that place is doing So anyhow, right. there's the first hour of Crow 777 Radio with Dave J, Who's tempor- temporarily back on the grid And uh, we'll see you for the second hour shortly Cheers Okay.